Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast, a comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, November 10th. I think that's right, yeah. Oh, man, I'm good at this. <laughs> I'm good at adding seven. Finally. Adding <laughs> each week. <laughs> my name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Welcome, come on, come on, come on to the podcast. Welcome everybody. <laughs> I don't know, I just had like a brain aneurysm right there before it's not coming out. Welcome everyone. Uh, I've been super stressed out about um I, we're moving to a new place we are yeah we signed a, a lease uh on an yeah. apartment yeah and i i just want to get new furniture right? already it's time to be an adult sure. and get adult furniture yeah not baby right. furniture yeah no more high chairs <laughs> so i i want to get a, a nice good bed right sure yeah and uh, so i ordered a, an adult sized bed i have to get rid of my race car bed oh, bummer and is it hand me down to me now what? <laughs> So now it's like I have to buy a bed frame and I was like, do I get a wood one? Do I get a metal one? Do I get the upholstered kind? Do I get a headboard or do I get, I consider getting a canopy bed? That, when you told me that, I thought that's ridiculous. I don't think it's that bad. Well, you're thinking you could finally live your dream as of being a Disney princess? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, if someone's going to enter my room yeah. and see me sleeping and wants to wake me up with a kiss, <laughs> I picture a canopy bed. <laughs> Like, well, canopy beds are they the ones that have like curtains to them you don't have to have curtains but it is the one with like but if you did it's like boxed can... out framed with like posts you know what I mean yeah it makes you feel tiny like if it makes the room feel smaller that's, it's a room within a room almost the, I don't like that that's the only reason I didn't get it is because it would make my room feel smaller I think it's ridiculous but if I had a big enough room we'd be doing this podcast in a canopy bed <laughs> <laughs> laying down <laughs> So I got, I just bought a basic wooden one. Yeah, yeah. But man, it's so hard to choose because I look at the reviews and there's like thousands of reviews, right? Yeah. But all the negative ones, there's like a few negative ones. They just make you turn. It's like, ah, I can't get this one now. It scares me away. That one review? Yeah. Well, that's obviously a reviewer. Like he probably owns the other things for sale on Amazon or whatever. <sighs> no. I think that's possible. I see photos and it's like, it came with missing parts. It came cracked. It came like measured are not really what they say and it's like thousands of reviews and like maybe like five bad ones and I'm just like ah oh, no I can't get this one you can't get it uh, what if I get one of the bad ones well then you just return it it's yeah not that's a, a big, hassle it's not and not a big deal I don't know <sighs> well it was enough for me to stress over getting which bed like for a whole week actually I want a new bed frame myself okay I did get those Amazon ones that are like the metal tall ones sure. that just fold out yeah I don't it, it doesn't give a good sleeping experience to me I do want a wood one but I kind of want a little bit just a tad bit like a level higher like a little bit better I kind of don't want too high okay, I want like, like a sturdy, low bed a low bed that's sturdy I, I like a higher bed yeah why do you like that Um, again you know Disney princess <sighs> they're kind of like more elevated elegant beds sure okay you can sleep right. in your nightgown yeah that way if there's a someone puts a pee under my mattress I could feel it you know that story N- what are you talking about <laughs> you know that, that folktale like the vegetable pee or <laughs> yeah. the liquid <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like how they judge if you're a true princess. <laughs> what? I, 
<laughs> have you tested this out yet? There's a story. Let me know. Do you, have you tried this out and determined if you are worthy of well, it can't be better or not? Let me tell you the story because okay. it's a pretty hard test. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. The story was there's this girl claiming to be a princess, but mm. nobody believed her. So to test her, they stack like 10, 20 mattresses on top of each other, but they put one P at the bottom, right? Uh, below all the mattresses. Yeah, under all, under 10 mattresses. Ridiculous. And she slept on top and she's like, I couldn't sleep because there's like a bump. I could feel it. And they're like, only a princess could feel through the mattress. Yeah, you're a princess. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what the higher the mattress, the better the princess. I mean, this princess can't even pick out a mattress, let, let alone you trying to figure out like the bed frame. Like, yeah, I think I think you're a Disney princess, hands down. I ended up getting like a wooden bed frame that, that's a little lower. So we'll see how yeah, that goes. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm an adult now. We've already been talking about what to get in the living room mm-hmm. and we can't, I don't know if we're on the same page with like everything we bring up. We're like, I think I want this one. Ah, no, I want that one. And we're like arguing back and forth a bit about the couch, the dining table, the TV stand. The thing is I pay a larger portion of the rent. That was your so decision. So I get to decide. You wanted to have final say. You, no, that's not the case. <laughs> that's the reason why I decided to pay more so I can have final say. Well, no, you just got a bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You're you're not fully moved in yet. By the time you move in, it's going to be all my stuff in the living room. <laughs> you're going to have the keys to <laughs> change the locks switched out or I can't get in anymore. Yeah. They did that on Friends, so that's oh, what I'm going to do. Another thing on Friends, we need to get a Dalmatian statue for a living room. <laughs> that's I'm putting my foot down. I want that. They had a foosball table as a dining table. I like that. Actually, I saw that shopping around already on like Wayfair. They can have <laughs> yeah. a convertible dining table, <laughs> out of ping a pong table. <laughs> we would never convert it to a dining table. Or just eat off the ping pong table. It does the same purpose. Yeah. Where else are you going to put the beer cups? Yeah. We could have dinner <laughs> and play ping pong at the same time. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll give you an update once we're fully moved in. That'll be the new new recording studio also. That's right. I wonder if uh, the sound will change at all. It's we've, a pretty quiet area. We've recorded in different locations already, right? So yeah. we'll make it work. Pirate, yeah. This is pirate radio. <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't you explain to the new listeners how the rest of the show goes? Here on the Reader Copy Podcast, we split up into three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week. In the middle, we'll pick a comic book to uh, you know give the story about and talk about our opinions. This time around, we're doing Irredeemable Ant-Man. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories we've been doing for entertainment all week long. All right. We got a little bit to talk about, so let's get into it. The Sony universe of, of Marvel movies. Yeah. Talking about um, Venom and... Spider-Man, I guess? Like the old Spider-Mans. Yeah. The new Tom Holland Spider-Mans are like shared, right? He's inching his way even further into it, I think. Right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we have another one coming up. Morbius, the second trailer has been released. Uh, Jared Leto playing the titular character, Michael Morbius, a doctor turned vamp. Vamp. You bit. <laughs> What do you think of this? Like, it's a second trailer. We saw one a while ago. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It was delayed. It was delayed. Right. And yet, watching the second trailer, I don't think I learned anything more. I don't know if I learned more. I think there was a lot of shots of characters that were not in the first trailer, but they also barely did anything. Yeah. They're like the the characters in Venom that I don't even realize are in Venom. (laughs) You don't know their names, right? They're kind of maybe even actors that are interchangeable a bit. 
Yeah. So you get like Tyrese is is in this trailer. He's playing like the detective cop that's after Morbius, I think. I think he might be I think he might be a scientist actually. Oh, okay. This is science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that less than vampires coming. Yeah. <laughs> being real. Um his name is Simon Stroud, I think. And okay. I think he's a Spider Man character that deals with or just a Marvel character that deals with like Morbius, a bit of Wolfman and Black Widow apparently. Okay, so, so the the cult stuff somewhat yeah uh, random marvel characters i think there are easter eggs to other marvel stuff yes like um there's a scene where he grabs a newspaper it's a daily bugle newspaper mm-hmm. and then there's other headlines in that referring to other marvel characters what you got on there you got rhino rhino was talked about on there yeah and black cat so does that promise a whole lot or you know nope. it's just you think it's just a reference easter egg yeah yeah i don't I think, think it's it gonna lead to anything um that's a big question is it what universe is this in there's so there's this point I mean, so many different directions. The biggest connection yeah. is that Michael Keaton is in it. Right. Even in the first trailer. So that, that is already like kind of like proof that it's in the MCU, right? So that's Adrian Toomes' Vulture character, mm-hmm. MCU, Tom Holland. But he mentions, hey, I'm Venom, like as a jokingly thing. So there's yeah. that and like another layer on top of that. So what this came out after Let There Be Carnage, is this already in the like resolved set aside Spider-Man universe we're kind of creating with this multiverse stuff? This comes out, was it March? Uh, I think so. I'm yeah. not sure. Well, I know it comes out 2022. Okay. Yeah. Or Q1 2022, I think. So that's already after No Way Home. Right. Is No Way Home, like, is this already isolated from MCU and now it's its own Spider-Man universe? You could, like, just call it the No Way Home universe almost. Yeah. It's not MCU. It's not even really the Venomverse, I guess. What is that section? It's s- like section? the Sony Spump. It's, uh, now it's really just Spump. It's just called Spump. Okay. Okay. I, I can be on board with that. There's just... And then there's also like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man is the graffiti, which I think that was just a mistake, right? In the background. I don't know. It might be like alluding to something more. So it said murderer on it. Yeah. So that points to, again, Tom Tom Holland. Holland. Because the world thinks he killed Mysterio. Yeah. And why everyone's like turning their back on him in No Way Home a bit, Mm. right? I have an idea. Okay. What's that? The events of No Way Home, obviously we know it's like multiverse stuff. I have a feeling like all the Spider-Mans that we've had, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Yeah. They are now just one character. He is all of them. It's Tom Holland, what we see, but the history of the other ones are now folded into him also. That's why when Doc Ock appears and he says, hello, Peter, he know like his memories of, of Tobey Maguire are now of Tom Holland. He's looking at Tom Holland. He's looking at Tom Holland and he knows that's Peter Parker because he knows that from the Spider-Man 2. That's what he's lived. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in the scene where in the No Way Home trailer, it's like the, the freeway attack and uh, his like armored Spider-Man costume forms on him. Right. CG, right? Yeah. You can change that to whatever you want. What if he is actually wearing Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man costume, right? All and right. that's why the graffiti in Morbius is Tommy Maguire's oh. Spider-Man costume. It just is actually like he's wearing a different costume now. It's not this like newer design. Yeah, it's what like if, what you're seeing in Spider-Man 1 and the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah, like it's a... I guess I could work out. It could out. merge. It could... Uh, I don't know. Like I, would, I think it'd be pretty cool to see Tom Holland wearing a different throwback Spider-Man costume. I never considered that. It's just a costume at the end of the day, right? But it has huge ramifications. <laughs> 
<laughs> when he pulls it out of the luggage, it's like a brand new costume. It's not the one he's familiar with, not the one that Tony Stark gifted him. Yeah. It's like the one supposedly Tony Maguire Spider-Man built or like sewed together. Yeah. After he sketched it in his notepad. Right. Right. <laughs> when he defeated Bozar. <laughs> Uh, I like that idea. It's almost like that thing that you said where it's like it, you're brushing it under the rug, like you're just making it work with the multiverse stuff, mm-hmm. him making him like one person. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. I'll give you that. But it's also like so neat. Yeah. It's kind of just how I'm thinking, trying to make things I saw in the movie's trailer work. <laughs> right, right. Because there's so many different things. Put it, I, there's even Tyrese. He was like, oh yeah, Maurice is in the MCU. Remember that back when the first trailer came yeah, out? Yeah, but honestly, I don't believe anything that guy says about stuff <laughs> i feel the same way you're in the movie and i don't believe you yeah i don't think you understand what the mcu like how complex it is <laughs> i don't think i don't think he's the biggest spider-man fan believe it or not so i don't know <laughs> i don't know if he's read a lot of comics um well also in the trailer we get to see morbius almost like full-on vampire like the cg of his face right vamped out yeah because he looks like a you know like a bat almost right yeah i think he looks pretty cool i like the no, vampiric like didn't do demonic look that he has like yeah. a little bit skeleton like mm-hmm. paler I wish he shaved it looks weird with him having oh, has like a beard yeah on top of that uh, what do you think I, I didn't notice that that he has a beard while he's looking like a vampire he has like a goatee he's like a goatee when he's a you know regular person he's got a goatee when he well, becomes a the vampire the character too. in the comics does that does he he looks like that I don't like the look of it I, I just wish they he shaved I don't think it looks good it looks weird <laughs> like it looks like he turned to vampire and then got a beard <laughs> I don't like the look of the it. The thing is, he can't shave because he can't see his own reflection. He needs what? He needs. Th- oh, you say he can't shave in the morning? Yeah. That's kind of funny. He can't see his reflection. Vampires don't have a reflection. Okay. I guess if you're sticking to the rules of being a vampire, that makes sense. <laughs> And then um, we also see him using more of his powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't know if I love yet. Specifically the flying. I liked it. How is he flying? Is he hovering or is it... Because it looks like there's like waves around him. Right. Like something's pushing him. It looks like almost magic, not superpowers. Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like he's not like Superman just levitating. It's almost like I'm riding the wind or something. You know those kite suits where yeah. people float down mountains? It mm-hmm. looks like that, the way he like shifts with the air. Yeah. Kind of flows with it he's not his arms out like superman he's not flapping his wings like a bird or anything yeah it's just the air around him is pushing him up yeah it's almost like now he's just super light (laughs) maybe i guess uh the science doesn't work out there it is science fiction I like the look of it though. Yeah. I like the look of it. Him in front of that truck, uh, that train. I thought it looked kind of cool. And then when he just like jumps off a building, goes flying. Uh-huh. It gives you somewhat of the Spider-Man feel in the middle of a New York cityscape. Not swinging, yeah. but you know, a gigantic city below you. I think it's going to give a good gut feeling you get, like when you're Spider-Man swinging. I like that. Does it feel like Underworld to you? Does the movie Underworld? The like aesthetic of everything. Yeah, especially when he goes to like the bat caves to get like a sample or whatever it felt yeah. like underworld i felt like avatar that part oh, avatar? somewhat like Wait, he's... which avatar avatar the uh blue people okay like he's going to like some type of jungle right yeah. looking for something in a deep in a cave like he's searching for unobtainium right now <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to love this movie. I think it's uh, going to be as good as Venom 1. Okay. that's I So ca- better than Car- or Carnage. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I like Jed Leto every once in a while. He was great in Dallas Buyers Club. I think he might do a good job in House of Gucci. He's in House of Gucci? He's the, yeah. He has more prosthetics than Colin Farrell almost. He's like that... 
like the this is chic, right? Isn't that him? I don't remember. Oh, that's him. I think so. Oh wow, I gotta look at it again. Yeah. Um, you know where I thought he was gonna be in? What do you mean? What? When I was watching Dune, I was like, Jared Leto should be in this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just because everyone looks kind of weird. Like, yeah, I was just expecting him to be in it. I could see him being a Harkonnen. Cause like you know his character in Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, he was in that. This could be Dune. <laughs> the look of everything. It's yeah. the same director, but I'm just like, right. Just put him in Dune. <laughs> There's just only one so far. There's like other movies you're going to make. I could see him recruiting him. He did yeah. an okay job at that role. I and mean, when there was not yeah. much of him in that movie. Um, Ayer released another like unreleased still of uh, Leto as Joker. Yeah. And it, I forgot what the caption exactly was, but it's something like so much wasted potential. Like, I guess Joker was going to be like the star of that movie some way. Yes. Which I almost can believe. But So you wanted more him? of that. That's what you want for Suicide Squad. You think more Jared Little Joker, that movie would have been a lot better. I'm curious what they cut out because there's not, it might have been most of the movie and they just thought that was a wrong move. Maybe his character was too dark for what they were going for with Suicide Squad, which again, they're veering off from Dark Knight Joker at yeah. that point. Mm -hmm. They were going for Nightclub Joker. I don't know, yeah. Gangster Joker. <laughs> yeah. So, Lambo Joker. Lambo Joker, exactly. Yeah. I, I think they cut out a lot of him because he was rivaling the screen time of Will Smith. Oh. And Will Smith like, no, I'm I'm the star of this, so we can't be close to screen time. And he doesn't even want to be in the second Suicide Squad. It seems well, like. the first one was bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's lame. I, I don't. Is Will Smith that you know snarky behind the scenes? Actually, because he's such a likable guy. It looks like he has rules. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he wanted to be. He was the first choice for Django, but he turned it down. Oh. Because uh, you know, like the main villain is Leo DiCaprio, right? Right, yeah. But he gets killed by Christoph Waltz's character, not Django. And he's like, no, Django should kill the bad guy. He's like, no, that's like too on the nose. That's what Tarantino said or whatever. So he's like, well, then I'm not going to do it. Wow. I wonder if that's also like an argument between Tarantino and him. Because I... Kind of. Tarantino is the, you know, control freak, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, he's like, no, you're not changing my script. Right, yeah. <laughs> I wrote this thing. There's yeah. no way to play it the way I want. So that's why he's not in Django. He was also the first choice for Neo. I'm... The singer Neo. The ne <laughs> <laughs> he, was supposed to, he was supposed to be the one in Matrix. Be, he also turned that down. Well, do you think if that happened, we would have gotten as good of a Matrix 1? And do you think the trilogy would have been better? No. I think Matrix 1 was fantastic. Yes. So I don't want to risk it. Even though the other <laughs> two are not as good. Like, I don't know. You might have gotten like a Men in Black. That was not a bad movie, but it's not as good it's as not the Matrix. The Matrix. What well, if you just got three Men in Blacks? That were, would that have been Dang. even doubt enough? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, but yeah, Morbius, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah. I don't know if I like the whole direction that Sony's going with their characters. It's confusing. Um, yeah. And I think Marvel might be like, okay with letting go of Spider-Man because you're muddying our waters. Our brand. And we got what we needed from him. We got him in the Civil War already and Infinity War. Do we need him anymore in any other upcoming stuff? We have like Marvel MCU has so many characters they have to introduce still that they have on their plate. A lot. They don't need a slog themselves down waiting for spider-man he's their biggest character though like i think i think spider-man's the biggest marvel character there is potentially biggest superhero character there is ever more than batman i, mean, I believe he's bigger than superman as far as nowadays yeah. yeah it might be i don't think he's bigger than batman when i see uh i go to my comic shop they yeah. devote like the first two shelves to batman spider-man and x-men and okay. the spider-man x-men share a big shelf and the other shelf is just batman as far as batman titles so 
titles. Well, like that might just be like because past DC... weeks too. No, it's like this week. Oh wow. Well, yeah, past like recent weeks, the month. Let's so let's say that. But so what you're saying is DC makes more Batman titles per week than Spider Man for Marvel. I think so. But that just might be DC doesn't have enough other stuff. Yeah, I think that's just DC's like we know what sells, so <laughs> we're just gotta keep going with that. That might be the case, but because uh... in general, I think there's way more Marvel titles than DC titles per week. That yeah yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Or uh, I don't know. Spider Man. They can. They, I think they could work around it with the upcoming stories. We'll see. It all hinges on Spider Man No Way Home, and um, I am slowly lowering my expectations. <laughs> I, I don't see why you're doing that. You just... I just don't want to be disappointed. Because it's so big already? And... Yeah. You're, you got a lot to do. So if I'm expecting whatever. I don't want to expect three Spider-Man in it because I have a feeling it's not. Okay. I don't want to expect all these returning villains to be great either. So I'm just preparing my emotions. <laughs> I Feige even said out recently, uh, I hope the fans don't get the expectations too high. So that yeah. might be the three Spider-Man thing that he's trying to hamper down. Yeah, and, I think uh, it is. Yeah. And also I think he's preparing everyone to like say goodbye to Spider-Man and the MCU. Cut ties. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're just going to get more Morbius. Thank God. Oh, great. All right, great. Um, before Morbius, though, coming out in December, we're finally going to get another Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Remember they released like a bunch of yeah. like series they're announcing. Next one coming up is Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett, pre-Mandalorian season. Yeah, pre-Mandalorian season two. All right. Boba Fett is like my favorite Star Wars character. <laughs> I was like, this guy is a legend. And then his return for me was unavailable. Eventful. It seemed like he pulled an Obi-Wan. You know, he just wanted to hang out on a planet by himself in a yeah. big robe. Which I get that, but like, they also like made him not cool. <laughs> You could be cool and still like be a loner or whatever. His thing was, uh, I think he wore his like robe underneath his armor. Uh, yeah, and that it, was a bad. He's look. wearing a dress underneath his. Yeah, come on, dude. not a good move. It's a desert. It's hot. <laughs> Um, but there's a new show coming out. Mandalorian was a hit. Yeah. Both seasons. I think the second one is even better than the first. It's coming off those heels. Yep. Tomorrow Morrison, uh, uh-huh. he didn't do a bad job from what we saw him in, right? I almost like him better as uh, Jango Fett. Jango Fett? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was he the best part of that movie or like the prequels? Oh, of not... that movie? Probably. That was Clone Wars? Yeah. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Oh, right, right, right. Um, this, so he in the trailer, he's yeah. taking up the throne of Jabba the Hutt. Yes. He, the, like, empty throne there. We got that already in the Mandalorian, like, the bumper end credit mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. Him tagged with Fennec Shand. Yep. And I kind of like that idea, but I, from the trailer, like, he wants to be the new, like, leader, but also, like, lead with respect and not fear. Yeah. And then all, like, the former generals of, of Jabba still don't trust him, and, like, why do you get to be the leader now? And I... To me, it's like just not enough action. I hope it seems very, uh, I don't know, first season-y. <laughs> Which it is. I hope he, uh, I thought we have his stunt double in the helmet and it's not him. Oh, yeah. It's got to be, right? It's got to be, Because yeah. he's an older gentleman and he's kind of burly, right, by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so get someone good in the stunt, doing the stunt stuff and good action. Yeah. And I'm on board. Because, I mean, Mandalorian, it's awesome action. It is, yeah. Right. So just get it up to that quality again and then I'm on board. There's other stuff that they threw in the Mandalorian that I'm not feeling here yet. Like the, there's some aliens, but nothing super fun to see yet. Yeah. Just like dog face people. <laughs> I don't know what the goal is, what the threat is or the sure. bad guy of it, the show yet. And if, I bet like everything we saw in the trailer is in the first episode. They're not re- 
revealing anything. That's right? a good move, yeah. It's a short trailer. It's like yeah. a minute. Yeah, it's like a teaser, right? Mm-hmm. Just to announce the date, which is December 29th, I believe. Okay, coming up already next month. So, I mean, like, we're getting one episode this year, and then the rest of it is early next year. So, it's like, yeah. not like it's really coming out this year. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I think it's not going to be good as Mandalorian. Yeah, that, maybe they have a whole plan for the Star Wars stuff. Mandalorian was the jumping off point. Okay. And then they just announced, like, 50 titles after they that. Did, yeah. So this is up next, banking on a character we already know, and there's at least a buy-in as far as the yeah, old fans. Watch it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, that's not what I'm saying. He's like people at least recognize the name Boba Fett. That's true, right? So that's that's enough. Maybe now when maybe she'll be the action, right? She's she yeah, she was kicking butt. Her, her character was pretty awesome. If it's mm-hmm. her in the helmet or not, she's got a helmet too. Yeah, everyone's got to wear a helmet nowadays in these Star Wars things so that we can get a stunt double in there. Did you finish Bad Batch? No, but I really liked what I saw. Isn't her character character in that yes i got to that okay. point and she was pretty badass she was even younger uh-huh. and she was kind of an antagonistic role in that one. oh really yeah so it was pretty interesting mm, yeah i i mean honestly yeah of course i will watch this yes but i don't know if it's gonna reach the level like mandalorian was like amazing right right so book of Boba fat i'm sorry you're no longer my favorite mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> is he even less of a mandalorian than the mandalorian who isn't a mandalorian well I mean, the Mandalorian was saved by the Mandalorian, so he kind of like got remember taken his, in. Those right? people were like the they're like they took up the 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 creed, but they're not from Mandalore. Okay, remember yeah. that? Yeah. There's like three. There's like three different sections. There's the Mandalorians of Mandalore. Yeah. There's like this like bounty hunter group, and then there's the clone people, which are like Boba Fett and Jango Fett. Yeah. And the clones, I guess. So like Boba Fett is the furthest away from true Mandalorian, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, because his dad was like a sellout. Yeah, he's he's clone daddy. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh... Maybe he's like the most resentful, right? Maybe he's the one that like doesn't care about really being part of a clan. That'd be interesting if those people kind of come at him. Yeah, because I don't know if he's in good terms with them. I the, bet not. Yeah, the Mandalorians in the the TV show kind of they kind of like each other a bit. Sure, and I think that's what season t- three of Mandalorian was going to be more about. Right, because remember uh, Pedro Pascal has the dark saber now. Right. Yeah. yeah. When um, what's her face felt like she's the true like destined to carry that. Yes. The- uh, like true hero of Mandalore, right? right yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Book of Boba Fett. I have a feeling it's going to be a, a smaller story. Uh, it's also just all Tatooine again. Is it? Looks uh, like it. So it seems like he's just out for money. He wants to be rich. He mentioned that in the trailer. We can all be rich. Yeah, that's not he exciting. Care about, I guess it, the same thing he was in like Empire and stuff like that. Yeah, he was just collecting bounties. He's just I want money. He just got in the mix of this all-out war between Sith and Jedi. Yeah, he didn't care. I just like there's a bounty on Han Solo I'm gonna cash in yeah he's just a bounty hunter yeah okay and then he fell into the pit (laughs) oh what happened Um, this is uh, not really part of the news, but small bits about the whole like Star Wars shows coming yeah, up. Yeah, all right. Uh, again, you could file this under people hated it, but now that it's coming back, they love it. And it's like, oh, yes, it's, it's back. Yeah. But you hated it when it originally came out. So don't be hypocritical. Let's hear it. Uh, Hayden Christensen is going to come back in the Ahsoka series. Oh, thank goodness. You guys hated him <laughs> in the prequels. Why are you so excited for this now? I don't know. I'm. <laughs> are, you, are you excited for 
for him to come back? Not really. Okay. I don't care that much about it. You're obviously not, it sounds like. Oh, I am. Oh my but gosh. for... Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I am for his return in the Kenobi series. Right, yeah. Because he'll be Vader. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just... So hypocritical. You're excited to see him now. Yeah. How could he appear in the Ahsoka? He's dead. Oh, Ahsoka. Okay. Is he a ghost? Well, he'll yeah. probably be a ghost. Force ghost. He was a force ghost already. Yeah, he was. That was bad. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see Vader again. Yeah, that could also be anybody, right? In the in the suit. Does it matter if it's, if it's Hayden Christensen doing the voice over the voice box? No, I guess <laughs> not. But it will be him. We might see him remove the helmet and be all scarred up or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see that. But excited to see a force ghost Hayden Christensen potentially in Ahsoka. Like, I, I could take it or leave it. What about flashbacks? That could be interesting. We see her uh, Clone Wars stuff in like real life stuff, right? What if she has dreams of like back then, right? When she was a Padawan, mm-hmm. but they just showed clips of the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sliced. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know about that. They could use like voiceover stuff at some point or yeah. Force Ghost stuff when there's, yeah. So they could do that, but who cares? <laughs> so all that's happening. Uh, Andor is also happening, right? That's Cassian oh, Andor's yeah. series. Yeah. You Do you think they could um, CW this and have all oh. these shows lead to one big crossover for all these shows? Could I see it happening? Yes. Yeah. You think that's their plan? What What are the odds that's what they want to do? I don't like the idea because like All Out Wars, that's, that's not really a Star Wars thing, right? Like I could see... But like, like Defenders, Netflix. Oh, okay. Like a crossover like that level. I think that would be interesting. Uh, I, I don't know what the event is yet to bring them all together so i can't buy in yet but yeah and they're are all they, different they, timelines but i was gonna ask that yeah some could like be leaving like traces traces from the past that'll lead to all the shows that are closer together to cause a crossover right near the mandalorian timeline yeah the mandalorian verse yeah that would be i think that i could be on board for that i think if they said everything around the mandalorian time the um boba fett series mandalorian yeah. ahsoka uh, ahsoka i i want to see something like that the Ander thing, I don't, I don't know if that's too far yeah. away. Kenobi. I, oh, the the thread is probably Thrawn. Oh yeah, right. We haven't seen him yet. No, Mister Blueface. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that would that would be interesting. He's yeah. he's got a whole empire, I guess. He's he's the general. Yeah, he might be like taking over the remnants of the empire until the first order eventually forms. Yeah, I could see him being the originator of the first order. That'd be kind of cool. And then Snoke happens. You know, what if he's actually Snoke? Okay, he's also a clone. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. Confusing. I don't know if I'm sold on Bo- Book of Boba Fett yet. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it and it's probably going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to eat my own words. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say I loved it the whole time and I never <laughs> questioned it. <laughs> Another big, like, kind of how are they going to handle this? Yes. Is the Black Panther franchise. What are they going to do with Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Apparently, Letitia Wright, the Shuri from Black Panther, Mm -hmm. suffered an injury and they're delaying uh, filming. Right. So they're going to halt production, I think, until early next year. Mm. So they're going to shoot around her for, I think, the next couple of weeks. And then after that, I think they said they're going to stop Thanksgiving week, which is like two weeks from now. Yeah. And then not start again until January for her to recover. Okay. Well, that's a bummer that the fact that they're halting uh, filming, right? Right. And that she suffered an injury. But considering that, does that mean her character is way bigger than I thought? Like, does this point to the fact that she, they're handing the mantle to her? It's kind of what I have to assume. She was injured doing a stunt. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't really get injured when you're in the science room making a, you know, your blast gauntlets. Right. With 
panther faces on them. She had to have been like, I don't know, wired up or something. Oh, really? That bad? Oh, oh I thought you meant like that. She no. suffered an injury. No, so she, she was wearing like a harness to okay. do like a jump or something. Yeah. That's my guess. Like the, the challenge or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's if you're following the comics, she does take up the mantle of Black Panther. Do you see that in the movie? Do you see Letitia Wright as the Black Panther? I don't. Not yet, huh? Not, not yet. And maybe that's unfair for me, but I was not, I've obviously not inspired yet by the character as much as T'Challa was. I was inspired with T'Challa yet. Yeah. So maybe there's a lot of heavy work there to do as far as storytelling. Right. Right. And especially in the first movie, she felt more as like the person in the chair, the smart tech person giving the, you know, information to Black Panther. What's that in a James Bond? Is it like Q? Q, right. right. She's the Q. Right. Right. So if she is now the James Bond, is she still also the Q? <laughs> no, actually they are uh, adding in the, the Riri Williams character. Right. Yeah. Ironheart. So maybe she could be this, the new Q, like learning <laughs> about uh, science and the Wakandan science at least. True, yeah. That right. could be it. I just don't see Letitia Wright as like the kick butt action star. Not yet, no. She's going to have to do like some bulking up a bit. Yeah, my my pick still is if you're going to have another Black Panther. I still think it's uh, Denai Guerrero's Okoye. Yes. Uh, she is getting her own series, is it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Okoye. Um, so there has been already like arguments you know, in the first movie of characters like, do they defend Wakanda or do they defend the, the title of, you know, Black Panther, like like right. Okoye and uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character. So it's not like they're, it's all peachy keen all the time. They could be arguing with each other who should be the next Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So that'd yeah. be interesting, right? Some real turmoil there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, like a, a choice for who you want to see as the new bearer of the mantle? Who else is there? Um, Mbaku was like Mbaku's thrown there, yeah. Pretty big. Can he even fit in the suit i don't know <laughs> uh i want to see like a brand new character though maybe we haven't seen yet that's just been in the village and is maybe even younger and like make taking up a uh, more notoriety now that he's like, of age to be cut be hero for wakanda wow so not even a comic book character i don't know oh well, i don't might know. want to just bring in a whole new character it could be movie. a comic book character but i don't know that many uh, wakandan characters to be honest okay what about uh daniel kaluuya kaluuya yeah uh, his name was something else they're talking to me yeah <laughs> Do you want to be Black Panther? I, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think I'm free. <laughs> you have to fight for it. Oh, I didn't know there was like a whole deal of rigor and to get it. <laughs> he was already, when we see in the first movie, I don't know if you're like him because he teams up with Killmonger. Yeah, he does become kind of a villain, like against the throne. At the end, they almost like put them under like arrest, yeah. that whole tribe of Wakandans, mm-hmm. right? Because they teamed up with Killmonger. So there's but tension could, there. It could be like a redemption story. Yeah. Leaning up to the throne. Yeah. I think he's a great actor. Also, I don't know if I see him as like an action hero either, right? Uh, yeah. He barely made it out of the get out. Yeah. I, it's really tough. Like, I guess Letitia Wright is like the, the easiest transition. Yeah. It makes sense with the comic books, like we said. Mm-hmm. And she is like part of the royal family, right? Yeah, so there's no real debate there. Are they going to have to do the whole ceremony again if she's even going to be the crowned queen or is it Queen Ramonda is going to take be royalty again? Mm-hmm. So like so many questions <laughs> yeah. and I have like zero answers for it. What's his name? Let's just give it to Martin Freeman. He was in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think um, Winter Soldier will appear at all in it? Because he right connected to Dora Milaje stuff. I don't think so. I think he's going to be heavy in the Captain America stuff moving forward. Or I like your idea about the Thunderbolts thing, but uh, I was like, I, I assume they'll have like a funeral scene. Oh wow! And Potentially, yeah, yeah. So I could respect. It. Yeah, there might be some other Marvel characters showing up in Wakanda. Yes, just I mean, he's a crown prince, so it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. You can see like the whole MCU appearing at that funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just right. We're 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 not sure if you're right for the role. <laughs> There's also some drama about her stance on vaccines. Yes, I think she was kind of outspoken about that uh, at the front. And then, uh, I don't know, Frank Kugler's like, you might get the role, so maybe just... Shut up about it. We don't know. Yeah. I I do think now that she is going to take up the mantle because she's doing stunts. So it's like, you know, one leads to the other. And the way they were like, we're going to have to halt everything. It's like the role seems like it's big then. we can't... shoot without you shoot around it no yeah. yeah so uh she's probably it she's the new back panther i think yeah uh doing all these stunts she's the yeah. tom cruise of the whole role yeah of this of the movie could you imagine if she got hurt doing like not a stunt thing like just like walking down the hallway or something? <laughs> she tripped over the black panther costume like there's so much stuff in her science room yeah uh i'm excited for this movie obviously i love the first one mm-hmm. but uh the loss of chadwick boseman changes everything yes there's echoes of it today right yeah. In the, in, the, in the movies and today. Yeah, so this real life. is almost, to me, more, uh, I don't want to say more important, but I want these questions answered more than like my Spider-Man No Way Home questions. <laughs> this is what you're waiting on. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that, I hope they don't, we just got delays, was it like last week or the week before with all the Marvel yeah, movies? Yeah, everything got pushed. What about this one, now that their supposedly main actor is mm-hmm. injured? I, I still think they'll make the time it is not soon mm-hmm. you know it's still 2023 right yeah so uh i think it'll be fine okay i hope so right cooler seems confident yeah what i will say this is kind of related okay let's hear it i saw the first uh like behind the scenes set photos of thor love and thunder oh okay and we finally get to see jane foster back right i haven't seen that yet is yeah. it anything it's her and chris hemsworth walking in like civilian clothes walking down whatever city street right like a new york or something yeah all right sure um jane foster Foster, I don't know if Natalie Portman herself just lost weight, but looks, to me, a little sickly. Yeah. Like the character might be. Yeah. I couldn't tell, like... I couldn't tell if they were doing that or if it was just like bad lighting or something. I, th- I think they are, if you know the Jane Foster character's storyline. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why maybe I'm thinking that. Oh, so you just- I don't know. Injecting your head yeah. maybe. But spoiler alert, the character in the comic books, Jane Foster, uh, has cancer. Yeah. Right. Yes. I think that might, what is the crutch of this next Thor movie. All right. She'll have cancer and is how she becomes the next Thor. Yeah. Is, I think Thor might just give up his powers his life everything to save her and that's how Chris Hemsworth exits the MCU all of the MCU? yeah I think he'll just oh, like wow. give his life for her at the end of it? yeah oh, and wow. then she's she's now alive and saved from cancer but she has to be Thor I think when someone takes up Mjolnir mm-hmm. and gets the power of Thor yeah. it's not like Thor disappears no but I think it's like a la Kylo Ren <laughs> what? In the, they, they kiss each other and give their life it's like I'm you. giving you my life energy to save you Mwah. Mwah. peace out <laughs> and they're doing this back and forth no you no, stay alive no you stay alive no, you stay alive <laughs> cool. so I, I do think it's a way for Chris Hemsworth to leave already I mean already it's Thor number four <laughs> he seems so gung-ho still 
I think that's like a front, front, yeah. Okay. And uh, I think that's the only reason he came back to do another fourth one is like he gets an exit. Oh, he wants that like clean exit. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Robert Downey got one. Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans got a good ending. Yeah, we couldn't fit that in one movie. All of it, no, all three yeah. guys. So this is his ending, and also transition for Natalie Portman to be like, "Hey, I'm Thor. I might get Thor Five. Might be my movie." Yes, that's that's what one of the Avengers team looks like, right? She right. becomes Thor, and then. We get Sam Wilson, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get that team at a certain point. Yeah, that's what I expect. And I hope I didn't ruin the movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for being right, everybody. Sorry, I saw I read the comic, so maybe you guys should. <laughs> <laughs> did you even did yeah. you even read the comic? Yeah, I've read a lot of it. Okay. Not all of it. Mighty I, Thor. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. Um you know what I didn't read is uh, Unworthy Thor, so I don't know much about that. Where he has Hella Hammers. Uh, I think that was towards the end of that series. Yeah, I didn't get to that. Yeah, Hella Hammers. Hella Hammers Thor. <laughs> That's what I... I want to read that. That looks kind of cool. Well, he like, lost his arm, right? He has a gold arm for some reason. Was it gold? Oh, I think it was Destroyer Arm or something at one point. Okay. Well, cool. Put that in the movie. I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's it for the news. Um, Boba Fett. Just going back to that. Yeah, all right. Please be good. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And uh, we'll find out. We'll talk about it. And you won't want to miss it. So subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just search that in any podcast platform and you should pop up in your feed. Yes, please. And find us on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, are you liking Boba Fett? Do you like Morbius? We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. All right. Let's get into the book that you chose this week. It's called the irredeemable ant-man i felt like looking for a funnier comic uh down this week so uh, you know we've been doing eternals some grand stuff last month was a lot of horror stuff so scary you know Mm -hmm. couldn't sleep at night (laughs) so i was looking for something funny um i found this book irredeemable ant-man it's already been on my radar for a bit um i know it's a funny premise because Mm. you think oh ant-man is it hank pym is it oh not him scott lang maybe no it's a third ant-man a character named eric o'grady and he he's for sure irredeemable okay Okay. i know nothing of this iteration of ant-man yeah so it was like all new to me really okay okay i i thought i knew about this book already and i thought uh let's dive into it i've never read it before this let's give it a chance now this is of course out of marvel comics Mm -hmm. uh came out around 2007 so that means that's around the era of the civil war the american civil war (laughs) no the the mc the marvel civil war right with iron man versus captain america to end slavery yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. right they fought alongside abraham lincoln Um, okay, so we're just going to be doing the first couple issues, just four. Um, but the total of the series ran for 12 issues, which this is kind of like, you know, Marvel sometimes experiment with stuff. This is like, I would call it an experiment comic okay. book. And um, past this, he does up here in random stuff. I think he was in like Secret Avengers um, at a certain point. But it's the trade, like the there's no like, real trade name. But across the first issue, it's it says the, the most unlikable hero. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, of course, this came from Robert Kirkman, famous for The Walking Dead. Uh, we've done his Marvel Zombies too. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Invincible, that Amazon show is a hit. Really good show. Yeah. I think he might be the author we've done the most books on. Possibly. I'm not sure. Because now this might be the third one. Maybe the third. Have we done three Lemires already? We might have. I don't remember. Okay. Well, uh, he, I think he's worked a lot, right? He's like already like a yeah. CEO or, or a, uh, something high up in, in Image Comics, right? Yeah, one of them 
board members. I don't know what you call him. Not the founder. He's not a founder. No. But he's Skybound. A, yeah. yeah. He's like the first non-founder to be on the board or whatever. Yes. Right. That's a big deal. Like, you know, yeah. working your way up from being a writer to executive. So it's a big deal. He's got some new stuff too. Oblivion Song, Fire Power. I heard is a pretty good comic. Uh, our artist today is Phil Hester. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked on Wonder Woman, Superman. So kind of the bigger DC titles. He's actually the guy that created the character El Diablo. Oh, from the great Suicide Squad movie. Absolutely. The the hit character, El Diablo. He was like kind of good in that movie though. Like I know the movie's bad. Yeah. But he has a good scene. <laughs> he shoots fire out of his hands. Yeah. Cool. It's kind of cool. He has like tatted up face. Yeah. It's almost like a su- uh, super villain costume, superhero costume. I mean, they're or... all super villains. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. So definitely this is an unlikable Ant-Man. Let's go ahead and jump straight into the story. Uh, we're actually centered around the shield helicarrier. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's this big thing up in the sky, uh, well-oiled machine. You have filled with agents that are like fully trained and there's jets flying off it all the time, right? I don't, I know this is not real that an uh, aircraft carrier can fly, but I also still can't believe planes can fly. <laughs> well, you're going back to that, like the Wright brothers, it's a hoax. Like I, I get those those planes because they're made of like paper. Yeah, <laughs> but like planes now, I, those are like very heavy. They are, they are. How are they able to get off the ground? I still don't believe those engines are sh- strong enough to have enough power to get off the ground to defeat gravity something this heavy and not just get off the ground like travel around the world yes that is the case I just do you ever think about that while you're on the plane like this should not be happening yeah and I don't it also doesn't feel like I'm going that fast Yeah, that too. It feels like you're not going anywhere because there's nothing slowing you down, right? I'm not feeling the air in my face. Yeah, so like when you're doing takeoff, it's like going as fast as it can go. It feels that way, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's fast enough for this what weighs a building to get off the ground. With like what fifty people on it? No, no, it was like hundreds, hundreds of people yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah imagine a helicarrier. <laughs> yeah, so I understand what helicarrier is not real, but like something's going on. Something's <laughs> something's a muck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so again, we're on this like citadel in the sky, right? Yeah, like, this is a legit building in the sky. Not real. <laughs> This is like the Empire State Building, sideways in the sky. Yeah. Right? Imagine that. Um, and the, the shield, they, I, I, I guess, did you watch the TV show at all? I watched the first couple of seasons, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. but It's okay. There's some interesting stuff, but not enough to keep keep me on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's these trained agents on this shield base, right? The helicarrier. And at the end of the day, they're just people just doing a day job. And that's what we kind of zoom in on. Mm-hmm. is just a group of guys having their uh, little poker table. Poker Night um, centered in one of their their bedrooms and we meet our main character here Eric O'Grady and he's just a regular old dude he's got like red hair and he's just like um, it's funny what the conversation is right now. He's talking about Nick Fury. And he actually thinks so. You know, I think Nick Fury is actually an urban myth. He's not real. He's not. Have you ever seen him in real life? Because this is a big helicarrier. We've never seen him in person. Maybe his voice is faked, right? He's. It's like you know when you're hanging out with your friends, you talk about BS that yeah. does not make sense at all. I mean, these guys—they're like the grunt workers of the yeah. Shield. 
low level. They're literally like the bottom level of like the soldiers. Yes. They're like the privates. Yeah, like they're the they're like surveillance guys. They're not really they're not given yeah. the big task. They're not even really trained in like combat. Most of them, yeah. There's there is one guy there in his bedroom. He's like the he's the most high rank among the, the, the few of them. Like an officer or something. Right. That guy is Agent Mitch Carson. They're in his bedroom right now and he's kind of like the more senior character, right? Mm-hmm. A bunch of this crew. And there's also Eric's friend there, Chris, and he's kind of like the goody two shoes of the bunch, right? Him and Eric have been like childhood friends. Yeah, I guess they like joined the force of Shield at a certain point together yeah. just as like their first jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And they all just kind of feel like Eric, you're kind of being an idiot talking about Nick Fear being a nervous myth. Like they kind of know he is like the screw up guy. Yeah, kind of, kind of a dimwit a bit. Um, even like Mitch, kind of like, all right, you, you gotta pay me up for this time around when you lose out in poker because you didn't pay me last time, right? Yeah. He's kind of like flaky too, right? Flaky, not responsible, not, doesn't care about anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. So we get an idea of our main character Eric O'Grady as they they all kind of lose to Mitch on poker night. We see what else is going on on the helicarrier. Apparently, Hank Pym is aboard, and at this point, he's no longer Ant Man. He does not want to be Ant Man. He's not Yellow Jacket. He's not a superhero. Right. He's just a scientist. Yes. And Shield has commissioned him to build the new Ant Man. He's building like a suit, right, to hand off to a new hero. And it's like the high tech, advanced version of the Ant Man suit. It's you could see it like strung up right now. It's got like like insect legs, like two legs, like one to the mm-hmm. left and right of his suit, kind of like the Iron Spider suit, right? Yeah, they extend out. Yes, metal legs. And Hank Pym, he's working hard and uh, he's like, oh, I just want to get this over with so I don't have to think about Ant-Man anymore. Wait, there's an Ant-Man and a Spider-Man? Yes. <laughs> And it get, you get the feeling of this comic, it almost feels like a sitcom, really. Not like a superhero action movie. Right. It's kind of just like everyday life type of feel for this book. And you get to meet another character. This character is Veronica. And she's kind of like this uh, beautiful woman, also on the S.H.I.E.L.D. crew. And apparently, Eric has got the hots for Veronica and has for a long time now. He asked her out twice and she said no. Right. Apparently, she's got a date with Chris later that night. She's like a supervisor, right? So she's like above them. Yeah, a little bit. But Eric kind of like has a crush on her, but she's actually going out with um, his best friend, Chris, and it's like they're hiding it from him. Right. It's weird things going on there, right? Um, And they're like talking it through near their stations and on the helicarrier. You think of them as like that guy in Avengers 1 where he's like, that guy's playing Galaga. Yeah, he's like them. They're them, right? We see Hank Pym assembling some candidates for the next Ant-Man. One of them is actually Mitch Carson, one of that senior guys. He might be the guy to take up the new Ant-Man costume. Right. He's saying like, we're going to pick the best candidate to be the new Ant-Man and they're just going to be doing like shield missions, like gathering intel and penetrating enemy lines and stuff like that. Spy work. You're not going to be like an Avenger. Yeah. But you're going to be like a shield uh, special agent or something. Yeah. It's a big deal though. Yeah. You got to put on the new costume. Yeah. Uh, There's some tense moments between Chris and Eric talking about uh, Chris's date later that night in the Mm -hmm. cafeteria. He's like, oh, uh, Eric's like, oh, you're seeing Veronica. How long has that been going on? And it's like weird tense moments between the two of them as uh, Eric kind of runs off to his date with Veronica. He even lies saying like, oh, this is the first time we're going to go out. But really, they've been going out for weeks. (laughs) Yeah. You get an idea that they've they've already been banging, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
um, they they go to the date they go on is like the what's the the, the greenhouse on on the you're right on the, on the helicarrier. helicarrier you're right helicarrier is like you don't have to leave it it's like a city yeah yeah it's like this gigantic you know it's its own ecosystem right mm. it's this whole building and their date kind of goes weird they kind of talk about how Eric has been asking her out this whole time and they kind of keep talking about Eric and how he's kind of kind of a slimy kind of a dude yeah but he's Chris's best friend Chris always looks out for him exactly Uh, the next day Chris and Eric are uh, going about their regular work day surveilling again like doing their it's like a day job to them it's not really their life's work right no like it's a job right like if this is good game they'd be the red suit guys yeah I guess so, right? It's, <laughs> it's not the passion. They can't leave. They live in their own quarters inside the, yeah. the hell carrier. I think it's like those like uh, security guards that just look at a TV for hours on end, that yeah. type of deal. When uh, suddenly Mitch comes in, he's like, I got a job for you too. Right. Right. It's like, this is might be their upgrade right now, right. Uh, promotion possibly. But they he's kind of tense right now. He wants them as security guards because apparently he's supposed to have some already guarding this one room. Right. But he hasn't yet. He doesn't really explain what's going on. There's like a commotion, but like just stand in front of this door and guard it, right? Yeah, with big and guns. He leaves. And then um Eric and Chris are like, like, I don't even know what we're supposed to do. Are we supposed to not let anyone in or not let anyone out? Yeah. Because he just said stand here, right? And guard it. They it seems like they don't know what they're doing. They're not no. qualified. They're like, how do you even fire this gun? I don't know yeah. how to use it. They're not like security guys. They're not like um soldiers. You no. know what I mean? Not really trained in that way. And they start to panic. Uh and then Suddenly, the sliding doors open up and someone leaves. It's Hank Pym. Right. Eric just reacts when someone <laughs> walks in front of him and he, with a butt of his gun, knocks Hank Pym out. Yeah. And then Chris is like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I just reacted. I didn't <laughs> think, right? These two friends are like kind of idiots in this moment, right? Okay, just, just drag him into the room and we'll figure this out. And they go into the room. They're like, why the hell did you do that? Right. So, such idiots. Hank Pym is knocked out. Uh, obviously, this is his lab that they're supposed to guard. Yeah. And he's knocked out on the ground and they look up and they see the like the Ant-Man costume there. Strung up. They're excited. Chris is the one that's like, it's, I've always, it's always been my dream to be a superhero, to be Iron Man at some point. Right. Eric, like the idiot he is, like, you know, you should put it on. You should put on yeah. the costume. Dude, you're never going to have another chance. Just put it on. And his friend convinces him. He puts it on. Chris in the costume. He's like, I do feel like a superhero this is uh, this is a good move and he's playing around with the costume playing around with the helmet super cool when he disappears (laughs) just vanishes because he of course we know he shrinks down into microscopic scale as Ant-Man yeah but Eric is like oh my god where is he he panics and now he just runs away like he doesn't he leaves Hank Pym's body there and he's supposed to be guarding it he just runs right creates this whole mess he's in his head in his quarters right in his room just hugging his knees when Mitch, his supervisor, walks in like, what the hell did you do? Where, Where's Chris? Where's the costume, right? Hank yeah. woke up unconscious on the ground. Yeah. He's mad at Eric, but really this is also kind of like Mitch's screw up for putting them in guard there. Right. This was, this could have been his big break. He could have been the guy that was supposed to be in the costume, right? Yeah. He was doing favors for Hank Pym, like giving him security guards. Right. But it backfired on him. 
uh, trusting these two idiots. We catch up with Chris now. Again, he's tiny and he's walking across the ventilation system because he's lost in this gigantic helicarrier. Yeah. It's already a big building and now he's tiny. Yeah. So he's like, doesn't even know what to do. He doesn't know how to go back to normal size. Not yet. And he's like walking around in the vents of the helicarrier like, I'm completely lost. We get a taste of what the Ant-Man armor can do. The legs extend out and it can like do like walking across the wall, right? So it's yeah. got a kind of cool iron legs that are pretty useful fun stuff walking across the hallways now we see uh veronica's like oh you who eric have you seen chris around he's been gone missing a day now and he's like oh uh i forgot to tell you they sent him on a secret mission yes so he's gonna be out for a while right but he's just lying because he doesn't want to say like he stole the ant-man costume and disappeared (laughs) right and it was his idea he lies some more and to Veronica, because again, he's got the hots for her. Right. He says that, well, actually, I don't want to tell you this, but actually, uh, Chris has been seeing Kristen from down the hall. Yeah. And Chris, in his tiny form, can overhear this. He's like in the ventilation system from yeah. the same room. He's like, I can't believe this right now. My best friend is like turning his back on me in front of me. Right. And Veronica like believes Eric. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe Chris would cheat on me like that. Right. Yes. But really, you know, Eric is just trying to get it in. In there yeah. he's like sabotaging his friendship to to get with veronica but chris up in the vents as little ant-man is like our friendship is done you can't believe this uh he's he's been lost for like a day now like two days now in mm-hmm. the ventilation systems and he's getting hungry so we see this little uh, scene of him finding the kitchen and looking for any food he can and he finds <laughs> like beans just like right. a small pile of it but he eats it like a hamburger like he can't believe it's it. it's a giant bean yeah it's super fun <laughs> so they're shield and this big force in the marvel universe when of course they're always gonna run into some trouble a big group of supervillains have teamed up and attacked the helicarrier base it's not like big name heroes like i didn't recognize all any of them big yeah. name villains but they all kind of just like attack so then all the shield soldiers and stuff have to defend the, the base and there's like an announcement like if you're like lower level shield just hide in your room right yes so that's what eric is doing like he's literally like hiding under his desk in his room Powering, right? And we see Chris in the costume. He makes it out of the ventilation system and he finally figures out how to make himself regular size. And he uses his new costume to his advantage and is fighting out with these super villains, figuring out how to use everything, right? Yeah, he's he's kicking butt. Like with the suit, he's strong and he's knocking out all these villains that are attacking the base. And then he runs to Eric's like quarters to make sure he's okay, right? Yeah. Even though he <laughs> turned his back on him somewhat, he's still his best friend. And when he enters his quarters, Eric, I have nowhere punches Chris straight in the face. Thinking like, oh, this is a villain trying to attack me right now. Right. Instead, he realizes, oh, it's Chris. He takes off the helmet and it's him. And he's like, well, why did you like bail on me? Like you were supposed to help me. I, you told me to put on this suit and then you run away. Absolutely. I needed your help. And he, he's like, and you also lied about yeah. <laughs> that girl, Kristen or whatever. And Veronica hates me now. Why would you do that? Right. You're my best friend. When uh, out of nowhere, the doors open up and a laser beam cuts from behind. Again, Chris has his helmet on and the back of Chris's head goes blazing off, right? Like a big laser beam to the back of his head and instantly Chris is dead. Yeah, more of the villains like are still attacking. Yeah. And Eric has like no choice. His best friend died in front of him. Yeah, blood on his hands and everything. What does he do? He rips off the (laughs) Ant-Man suit and puts it on himself. Off his dead best friend. Eric's not the best guy. (laughs) He's almost irredeemable. (laughs) 
Um, he puts it on to save himself as the helicarrier goes crashing down, right? The, that armor has got to protect him somehow. And he goes tiny. The helicarrier literally crashes into like a farm field, like middle of America. And it's like destroyed down there, right? Yeah. And it's a wreck. It's like everything's on fire. Um, there's a lot of like first responders trying to help all these shield agents as they're trying to find survivors. But Eric, now in the anime costume, like he's fine because he's shrunk down. Right. We see him figured out kind of quick. It turns out the iron legs can also function as like jetpack right. it turns boosters. Like rocket things. Pretty fun. Um, as he makes his way down to the earth and he sees, oh, Nick Fury's there. He's not urban myth who would think it now across these issues there is also a time jump uh to six months in the future from these current uh, happenings and we see eric o'grady now mm-hmm. and he's already been wearing the costume for a little while now and he decides to actually be a hero in this quick little cutscene in the dark alleyway we see him save this girl from being robbed right and he stops the mugger and then she is like oh thank you how do i ever repay you and he's like, well, you could let me take you out to dinner later. <laughs> right. What a slimy thing to do. Kind yeah. of like he only did it because he thinks she's hot, right? right? Yeah. And then she's like, uh, okay, I guess. Like, and he's like, okay, cool. Meet me at this restaurant. Blah, blah blah. See you later. And then he's like, runs off. Like, how how do I find you? And he's like, I'll be the one in the Ant Man costume. Yeah. <laughs> And so they do have a little date night between him and this random lady that he saved. And we get a more of idea of like kind of what Eric is like on a date, really. Um, he introduces himself as like, oh, hi, I'm Eric O'Grady. I'm the Ant-Man. And he never even asked the girl for her name, the right, lady yeah. for her name. And he's like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? Uh, I forgot my wallet <laughs> because the Ant-Man suit has like no pockets. Yeah. I just saved someone just now. So yeah. So I didn't have time to go to the bank. She's like, okay, it's cool. You saved my life, so I guess I'll pay. And he's like, okay, sweet. I'm going to order white wine. <laughs> I'm ordering a Oysters Rockefeller. Yeah, all the expensive stuff. And he's just buying all this stuff on her bill. And he, we see a scene of him explaining the whole story, how he became the Ant-Man, how he, he saved his best friend from Victor Von Doom, and how he's, we all know he's just lying right now. Right. Uh, the lady's like, okay, well, um, that was a interesting date, I guess, when they end the night. He's like, do you want to come upstairs for some tea? And she's like, we're not having sex. It's just tea. It's just tea, right? Yeah. And he's like, okay, sure. And then they, he leaves the cab, and he gives the cab like a 20, right? Yeah. And then she's even like, I thought you forgot your wallet. He's like oh yeah i just had the 20 i forgot i had that extra one yeah this guy is slimy right total asshole <laughs> and it quickly kind of gets weird up there in the in the apartment right um she notices that he's like looking at the apartment like back and forth like almost like he's like looking to move in it sounds like right weird stuff and quickly she asks him to leave when he gets down to the taxi he goes to uh drives by a near gym goes to his locker and gets the ant-man costume yep he puts it on and then sneaks back into the lady's apartment as a tiny <laughs> ant man right he was looking around because he's trying to see like how can i break in as ant man and spy on her right i think he's just like looking for a place to live because we get an idea eric o'grady now is on the run right so he's uh like he does more slimy stuff even now he like watches her as she showers yeah he definitely like uses his powers not to be a hero no <laughs> or his own means Okay, jumping back to just after the wreckage of the helicarrier. Now we know... 
Chris, his best friend, is killed, right? And Veronica and Eric are kind of like being there for each other after his death. Yes. So she actually goes with Eric back to their hometown where Chris's parents uh, like kind of like invited them to stay at their place. Yeah. Um. So they're staying there. It's kind of a weird thing. They're they're at his old uh, old place, the parents' place, right? And the the parents uh are happy to have them over, but also the mom's like, I wish it was you. <laughs> yeah, she's literally says like, my son should have died. It should have been you, right? Yeah. Obviously, she never liked Eric. I don't think anyone would. Yeah. Right. But the dad's like, just don't listen to her. We're all grieving right now. So she doesn't mean what she's saying. And he's saying to like, you know, we're all having a terrible time about it. So I understand. So they all go back to Chris's parents' place. And it's just weird that they're staying at their dead friend's like bedroom. Yes. They try to relate with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Veronica's like, I don't know who else to talk about this with. I don't really have any, anyone. And then right away, Eric puts the move on her. Yeah. You could tell this guy doesn't care what <laughs> what she thinks. Like he's literally like trying to sleep with her in his best friend's <laughs> childhood bedroom who she used to date is like his boyfriend died he died like a couple days ago yeah um she's not up for it and just leaves the room okay good night yeah right so he's like screw it he t- opens his bag and he t- puts on the ant-man costume <laughs> he wanted the costume himself all along he um goes around the the quiet town but he finds uh some a wife and a, and a husband fighting it out in the, in the backyard right and like it's it's like a, a domestic thing going on right so he's like i'm i'm actually gonna be a hero yeah so he as as a small ant sized hero he jumps onto the body like the shoulder of the guy the drunk guy and he's saying like okay even though i'm small i have like the strength of like the regular size me right Right. ant-man rules so i'm just gonna like karate chop this guy in the neck and that should hurt him enough to stop so he like punches the neck yeah and at that size with that strength it's like stabbing someone in the neck it's like a bullet right (laughs) so strong so tiny it's like a splurt of blood just goes oozing out of this guy's neck right (laughs) because like he hit like in the artery probably right and it's like he just wanted to like knock him out instead he like pretty much like punctured a hole in his neck and this guy's like bleeding out now right and he needed the paramedic Eric does not decide to stay and help he just runs out of there oh my god (laughs) I'm covered in blood Uh, and so he he leaves just like oh crap <laughs> maybe he's not the best Ant-Man comes the day of the funeral right and they have a, a parting funeral for Chris Veronica is in tears uh, Eric and Veronica brush hands at a certain point and there, there might be something there he's trying yeah he for sure is later that day in the pouring rain the two of them find just the two of them at Chris's gravesite, right? Right. Veronica is feeling sensitive at this moment, and Eric takes advantage, and they start having like making out right. over the grave. He like puts her on the ground and like starts taking off her shirt, and then she kind of realizes what they're doing. Yeah, and she's like, "Stop! We can't do this, right?" And she like leaves. And then he is just there in the rain on the grave, looking at Chris's tombstone, and is like, "You ruined it." <laughs> It's like, what are you looking at? Yeah, it's like, I was this close if it wasn't for you. (laughs) What a scumbag. Okay, so S.H.I.E.L.D., they decide to build a brand new helicarrier. Veronica and Eric are back to their day jobs, right? Back to their regular jobs. And Veronica kind of talks to Eric and is like, that was kind of a weird thing, but it wasn't really your fault, right? Uh, We were both like not thinking right. In the best headspace, right? Uh, And Eric, he's just going about his day again, except he uses his Ant-Man armor for more of his uh, uses. He sneaks into the showers of the women. 
women at yeah. the shield and he's just on the roof like eyeing women like, this is like it's like from porkies or something like revenge of the nerds right yeah. <laughs> this is a real real man's man <laughs> Now, Hank Pym and, like, the higher-ups of S.H.I.E.L.D. know that the Ant-Man suit is now missing, right? Yes. So they need someone to track down who took it and find it and bring it back. They decide that their best candidate for Ant-Man could be the best one to hunt it down. It was actually Agent Mitch Carson. Right. So Hank Pym was like, okay, you're the best person. We were going to choose you as Ant-Man. Yeah. You were up up for it. You were up. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can find Ant-Man, you'll definitely be Ant-Man. Yeah. So what I have for you is like a prototype version so it's not as good as the one that was stolen but you can use this and it'll help you find whoever stole the Ant-Man costume. It looks a lot like the Hank Pym classic costume. Right, the helmet. It's yeah. like the big dome helmet kind. Right, and uh, Mitch is like, okay, this guy's got the more advanced one, but I'm trained, right? I know what I'm doing in the field. I I can handle this. So as days go forward with Veronica and Eric, they kind of have no one up on the helicarrier to talk to and kind of things uh, somewhat blossom. Like she's like, well, let's talk and have a date later in the night, right? Yeah. Finally, Eric's like, did you ask me out? It's like, like, what? All my like nagging has kind of worked. Finally worked. And she's like, don't make a big deal out of it. It's just like a quiet night. And that night, later that night, Eric puts the moves and she's like, okay, I'm okay. They sleep together. together. They kind of don't have anyone else up there, right? But it's also kind of like once he's done the deed, he's like, on to the next. (laughs) This this freaking ale, right? Yeah, he's like, okay, now I'm going to put my anime costume and go be a perv somewhere else. (laughs) So, So that's it. He just... Um, goes up into the ventilation system, exploring the helicarrier on his own. When he turns his back and he finds Mitch Carson in his classic Ant-Man costume. And he's like, I found you. I got you <laughs> busted right there. You stole the costume. I knew you were still in the helicarrier. And um, you could just imagine what will go on forward. It's Ant-Man versus Ant-Man now. Ant-Man versus Ant-Man. Um, we're going to leave on a quick cliffhanger at the end. Uh, we see again, six months down the road. Remember, Eric is out on the run. We find Mitch Carson, not in an Ant-Man costume, in a shield uniform, but with a disfigured face. How does that happen? How does that happen? And he's like, I'm going to find that asshole after what he's done to me. Yeah, he was supposed to be Ant-Man. Right. <laughs> so we're going to leave it on that uh, cliffhanger with uh, Mitch Carson out for Eric O'Grady, the irredeemable Ant-Man. I never read anything or knew much about the th- I knew there was a third Ant-Man but I didn't know yeah. anything about him I thought Scott Lang was already like switch up already kind of like not the hero type yeah not suitable like for a comedian me. yeah now this guy he's borderline just a villain <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised there's not more of this like yeah. villains are not actually evil they're just selfish yeah like he took the superhero costume not to help people no to like benefit his creepiness <laughs> it's like he didn't even really want it. I don't think he wanted power no he just happenstance got into it because he wanted to survive when they found it he told Chris to put it on like it's his fault all of yeah. this right yeah uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's likable I don't think he is no, but he's not it's fun to watch him yeah. from a distance right mm. I, th- I think uh, I think this could work out for maybe the movies it's just like what if you gave a jerk superpowers what yeah. would he do with it I thought that was a pretty novel idea yeah like I don't know if I've seen that I think Kirkman has a, a, a interesting idea here it's really cool to see like the regular people who have to yeah. live in the world of superheroes and like you know because they're superheroes there has to be shield so people have to work for that 
and would like to them it's just another job. I think that this is a good idea for maybe a limited series or a TV show. Mm-hmm. They tried something like that. I think it was like a Vanessa Hudgens, but it was like a yeah. DC thing. Yeah, it was awful. I think it was like what if the Office, but in DC universe. Yeah, and they, I think they had to like deal with like the wreckage of superheroes, right? Yeah, it, it sucked. But I like this idea, mm-hmm. like a goofy. I want to feel like IT crowd, you know, that TV okay, show? Yeah. yeah, but S.H.I.E.L.D. people, like surveillance people, that would be kind of funny. Mm, I'd I, want that. I, I thought it was really cool, um, but I, I definitely like the idea of like, what if you gave an asshole superpowers? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I thought it was great. Uh, interesting idea. Uh, I think maybe he could be a good fit for a Thunderbolts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kind of just he find his way into the team at some point with superpowers. You're be not recruited. supposed to like him. No, like, I don't know. Though Paul Rudd is like, you know, he was, He's ultra likable. Yeah, but he was like not a superhero. He's mm-hmm. kind of like got out of jail and then forced to do this. He was a likable character. Absolutely. This yeah. guy, you kind of hate him. He's a jerk. Yeah, you don't want him to win. Yeah, he doesn't. He lies all the time. Yeah, for his own means, yeah. right? Uh, doesn't care about other people. Uh, I wonder if there's a chance we could see him in maybe just like a side character in one of the Ant Man movies, Ant Man Four, maybe maybe three is too soon. Yeah, not as like actual Ant Man. No, just. Yeah. Like a side, like maybe he dons a suit at a certain point, but not for too long. Yeah. Because I don't want anyone yeah, with that power to have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of Ant Man versus Ant Man also. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think we've got that with like Daring Cross character. It's yeah. similar to his costume. Yeah. Uh, I'm somewhat excited for the new one though. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Big, big deal, right? Yeah. Quantum Mania. Mm, I, I don't think it's going to be a lot of like, oh, I'm, I'm small and I made this Pez dispenser big. Anymore. Yeah. No, it's going to be like in the quantum zone area more okay yeah big big stakes here yeah okay okay i want to i hope it's still fun scott scott's got to bring that uh and i think this could be a funner character too if we have him on there so Mm. anything else you want to say about the book no i mean i like the artwork too it's a little bit more cartoon networky drawings yeah it's not trying to look realistic it's kind of um i don't know like even when he's in the ant-man costume it looks like space invader zim or something like that yeah yeah i maybe the action is not as sleek but it, it fits for the story yeah yeah definitely. yeah there was some choices as far as the shading that was like oh that's a brazen move because it's like a lot of shots was like a half of the face is just draped in I shadow that's when they're not being honest or something like that oh it's like when their character saying something that they don't feel that way untrustworthy yeah okay i kind of like that okay it's cool good idea uh that was irredeemable ant-man let's jump into side stories are you going to talk about Eternals? I am, yes. Okay, I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. You go first. We'll, we'll talk about it after. I'll try not to spoil anything. I watched uh, the Netflix movie, I think it's called The Heart of They Fall. Right, yeah. I was like in the room while you watched it. Yeah, that's the Western starring Idris Elba. Um, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Uh, what's her name from Watchmen? Ne- that's not Nia Long, is it? No. <laughs> that's that's not- I, I don't know her, the actor's name, actually. I remember from The Leftovers, but... I don't really remember, know her name. Uh, Zazie Beetz is also in it. Yes. And then um, the guy from... <laughs> Lake Heath Stanfield. Lake Heath Stanfield is in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's a Western starring almost all African-American actors and actresses. Yes. Uh, it's. I think it's fun. It's a good movie. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, it's, I don't know if it feels like old Westerns, but it's its own thing. No, yeah. It, it's a stylized version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modern day Western, I guess. Yeah, like the music is not even Western. <laughs> 
it's like mostly reggae. Yeah, I, I thought that gave it a kind of an interesting feel. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like reggae remixes. Yeah, I like the plot. The plot is a Western style of like um, revenge. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't want to ruin the story either, but I, I do recommend watching it. It's a lot of action, uh, funny parts. Some yeah, some yeah. places yeah, uh, and also like it's not a straightforward story. So like it is intriguing and leaving you like wanting to see what happens next. Really okay, I, I was kind of half paying attention to be honest. Uh-huh. Was the story well put together? W- was it acted well? Yeah yeah, both points. Things happened that I didn't expect. Um, and then um, the trailer that I saw like a couple of weeks ago or whatever mm. really portrayed a story that I think was not a hundred percent what the story was. Uh, Authentic. Yeah. Okay. Like it starts off different than I expect and then kind of like goes a different way with it. It still has the scenes and like the key parts of it, but like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to ruin it, but characters I thought were one thing were not exactly that in the, in the story of the movie. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I think who stand, stood out was Idris Elba. I think he's probably like the, I think the it's biggest. Idris. Is it Idris? I think it's Idris Elba. So I, well, I'm talking about someone else completely. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Idris Elba. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he stood out i think he's probably the, the best actor in the cast mm. uh who do you i think? disagree who do you think is the best actor i think by far it's jonathan majors really and it's the best acting i've seen him do in this role in this role yeah oh. and i want to say like now i believe he's a a very very good actor okay i liked i loved him in lovecraft country see watching that i was like it's just okay acting i think mm, okay and in loki the what half an episode we saw him in yeah he was uh, weird in that it was weird and he got to play with it right it was zany. whereas this I saw the true his true acting ability and the range and uh, I think he's fantastic in it he's just like a old school western gunslinger right like he's rolling into town he's got a crew but he's like yeah. badass but to also the max. like he's in love with somebody and uh, you know you get to see that he's not just like a hard guy you know what I okay. mean like a hardened uh, yeah and bank robber style character yeah and um, you know they say a lot of acting is reacting and sure that's where I got to see most of of his chops and uh now i like i want to see like everything he's in like i think he's very good wow okay i don't know if i picked up on that watching it for myself but do you think he's gonna do a good job of the kang he's gonna present yes yeah i guess he if he's gonna play more than one i think he could do that because the characters he's already played are pretty different yeah and um what do you say uh lovecraft yeah country Is yeah it country or county i think country okay i uh i don't know i think that show was too weird <laughs> right. That their acting is just like always like oh uh scared i'm unbelievable yeah kind of stuff right yeah and he's he's kind of sharing the lead a little bit in that right whereas this i feel like he has more of a presence in it more of his like his scenes are his scenes really? okay yeah really? and like i think they're very good okay the way they built up the story they made idris's character like the the boogeyman kind of yeah right right how they built him up and i thought Everyone's that was powerful yeah, yeah. It, he's also good in it yeah and it is uh a role I haven't seen him play exactly that way before Uh, I guess when he's played the antagonistic role he's almost louder and this was the quiet one he's like a quiet 
um, gruff kind of like bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So all in all, the movie is is uh, I think a good watch. Fine. Don't expect a traditional Western movie. Not a uh, Clint Eastwood type. No, this is not three ten to Yuma or anything like that. Is this even like the westerns, like a uh, Tarantino westerns type of thing? It seemed a little bit close to that. A little Tarantino ish. Yeah. Like I was joking around, like I wouldn't be surprised if Django showed up at the end. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's very stylized. Like the colorful westerns. Yeah. Yeah. But I I still think it's a, a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, I, I looked up a bit about it. Uh-huh. I think the director was like a musician, apparently. Like a, like a... Oh, okay. Like a New York rapper. Oh, really? Yeah. I could see that because the the scenes and the action, it's very like... The music was like kind of part of it and everything yeah. was like kind of on beat and stuff. Somewhat like a music video? A little bit, yeah. In in the best way to say that, you know. Not, yeah. Not uh, not insult anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Old Spice actor is also in it. <laughs> yeah. I I pointed that out. Yeah, I didn't re- realize it was him. Now, we should point out which Old Spice actor. I don't know his name. Well, it's, it's the guy that the lavender yeah, Old Spice, so not Terry Crews, or not, not the bigger muscle guy. Not that guy either. No, yeah. but I think he's also good at. <laughs> he seems like a like a like a puny character, like almost like he's the butt of the joke. Yeah, but I kind of like his character. Yeah, yeah. I I guess he's got a lot of practice, a lot of Old Spice commercials mm-hmm. <laughs> um i i enjoyed it a lot i'd say definitely watch it uh, it's good to see netflix is still putting out good content because for a while there i felt like do i still need netflix and it turns out i still do no recently i've been i've been uh, netflix heavy like i said oh, really? like I've, I've been liking the stuff yeah. there the new stuff at least yeah. yeah so i think netflix is ending the year strong with squid game and this and yeah midnight mass midnight mass is also very good yeah, yeah. you so, like that apparently yeah. uh i think they look at other streaming services and like when are you putting out your best stuff and we're gonna put out our best stuff kind of like right before that or something it's just like um movie studios where they're finding empty spots in the calendar yeah right? to and maximize co- competing for that yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess that's the case yeah yeah well this is one of them I think it was very good I think um, so you watched it but you were like half watching it yeah I, from what I saw I liked it yeah um, but I don't know if it was like um, an awesome movie like I'm, I might have a different opinion of it if I watched it in the movie theater if I'm like grading okay. it on that scale yeah did you like the Tarantino westerns like Hateful Eight and Django I do yeah I really like those uh, well, Django I really liked. I think Hateful Eight was kind of long for me. Yeah. A lot of stuff, I'd, scenes I didn't care what was going on. Okay. But Django, it's almost like a superhero movie. Like Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like the formula of a you know, character change. I like the way you die, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean... I think that might be Leonardo DiCaprio's like best performance. Oh, maybe he's <laughs> so exaggerated in that role. Yeah. Um, so this definitely is similar to that. Not a tar- I wouldn't call it a Tarantino esque movie. Yeah. But it's similar to that. The stylized versions of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I, I don't know if I like Hateful Eight. Like I would, I can't say I put my stamp on it. I w- I don't know if I've I like watched it. it again. I like it. It's long. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, that's it. I don't want to ruin it, so I don't want to talk too much about it. Okay. it just I believe it just came out. Okay, sure. So go ahead, ruin Eternals. Uh, for Eternals, me. best Marvel movie ever. No, no. <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest, my 
Let's just be completely honest. Yeah. Don't ruin it for me, please. But I don't want you to hold back on your opinion. It's almost like if I'm comparing it to the other Marvel movies, Mm -hmm. it's like right down the middle. Okay. Yeah. If that paints a picture as far as quality, there are moments in the movie where I'm like questioning if this is a a good Marvel movie. And that should not be the case if I'm enjoying it. I shouldn't be like, I don't know if I like this. But there are other scenes where I'm like, this feels like stuff I've seen in other Marvel movies I really enjoy. I'm happy to see it here, like the action and the some of the powers, because there's a variety of powers in this thing, right? Okay. They feel impactful, and, and I want to see more of this. And some the other ones are kind of boring, and it's like it's just like a oh. whole team of that. So I don't, not all of them I I like. And some character, I feel like the cast, because it's like the heroes or the Eternals. Yeah. I think half of them are very engaging, and the other half are adequate. Oh, okay. Not not no none of them suck. Like uh, I yeah. wish they were out of the movie. So there's that. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Um, some of the characters uh, that I thought were not getting engaging or would not care about I thought were maybe the better ones like uh, I don't want to spoil too much but like Druig I didn't expect to like that character and I really liked him okay yeah uh, the way I feel like you might be surprised at some points you okay. even who've been who have already read Eternals yeah there'll be some pri- you should be surprised though so I'll grant you that gift you don't have to be like too cool too uh, beholden to what you see in the comics um, I don't know if it has so much gravity in the grand scheme of the MCU as I thought it would. Oh, really? Or maybe maybe we'll feel that later on in the other movies, if that if that makes sense. Um, as far as like Marvel, yeah. like first movies, like origin movies, yeah. if you will, how do you rank it that way? Okay, that's pretty high then because I think- Yeah, the, it's tough to rank it against like an Avengers movie or something, right? Yeah, that's true. This is the first time you've seen this, these characters that have been there forever, apparently. Yeah. So if I'm comparing it to Captain America 1 or Thor 1, it's maybe, the, maybe is that better than those let me see is it like better than spider-man one i don't know if that's it's the better case than like iron man or dr strange it might be comparable to dr strange because i didn't uh so maybe around that field okay. i don't think it's as good as iron man one okay because that was such a big deal at the time um could you rank all the ones right now <laughs> yeah sure uh, not a lot. thor number one i think is maybe well maybe captain marvel is that is that an order yeah, story so, so Cap- captain marvel is at the bottom is at the bottom uh what about ant-man what, not yet i think thor thor one is okay yeah wow, okay Maybe next is Captain America, then Doctor Strange. No, no, no Ant Man. Okay. Doctor Strange. What else is there? Is there any other more? I mean, there's like Guardians one, Black Panther. Oh yeah. Okay. So those are towards I the think top. Those are towards the top. And then maybe here's Eternals. And here's Eternals. Okay. Maybe, maybe Eternals is interchangeable with Ant Man. There you're going there for different things, right? You're, Eternals has this awe inspiring, godlike yeah. presence. Ant Man mm-hmm. is a comedy heist movie. Okay. Right. So. Oh well. Okay. This movie came out this year. Shang Chi. Oh yeah, Shang Chi is kind of high up there too. I think I think Eternals is not as good as Shang Chi. Oh, I watched Shang Chi three times already. That's true. <laughs> I really liked it. To you, you watch a trilogy. Right? Oh. <laughs> um, so Eternals, it's it's building up the gravity there, yeah. right? As far as that, also like the idea that they're like rewriting like the origin of a universe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a ballsy move for Marvel to do that. Like, oh, can't you get in hot water with like you know religious groups of real life and like? I'm not taking my kid to the oh, next okay. Marvel movie. Do you ever think that? Like, I don't think so. Everyone knows it's comic books. Like, they're not going here to be like, uh, where does Jesus fit in in, yeah. in all this? Like, yeah. they don't care. Did you know Jesus was an eternal? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I I promise no spoilers, but I had to give that one out. 
I, I isn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's the longest Marvel movie. Yeah, I did feel long. So it, it felt long. It felt long. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's felt like it dragged, but it's not like it zoomed past. Like, what are the longer movies that feel like they go fast? Like Wolf of Wall Street is a long movie that feels fast. This one felt kind of long. Oh, okay. I I, I do plan on watching it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know what I think, but I I'd still have my hopes up. Hopes up. I I, don't, I think I might like it more than you, even though I haven't seen it. Yeah, I would say I disliked it. Um, okay. I just had such not high, not super high expectations, but you know, I come come out of it with a different feel. Some people hate it. Some I saw uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics rated it worse than Let There Be Carnage, and that's uh, n- that's a no. Okay, that's, Good. that's not the case. No. Does it feel like we're gonna get more Eternals stuff? Uh yes. Okay. All right. That's all. That's all. That's as far as I want to go. With yeah. I, I I I was questioning if I should answer that or not. Okay. But uh, I just expect it though. Like, yeah. Why well, every... introduce a character if you're not gonna have a trilogy of them right yeah okay yeah um so massive yeah the the, the scale of this stuff the, the way you you think about like uh yeah i'm, I'm like i'm teetering on what which i'd spoil which i not so i won't okay i'll tell you what i'm gonna watch it mm-hmm. next week at side stories we'll have a full spoiler talk about it also. there you go okay yeah, yeah tune in for that yeah for sure all right anything else you want to talk about uh no not really um eternals maybe i'll just have to rewatch it again maybe i'll just tag along when you watch it I don't okay know. yeah um i haven't got it yet but i, I heard the guardians game video game is it out already yeah it's out and i heard it's good really yeah wow. fun all right maybe that's my side story for next week yeah it's not not the best but i heard it's like wow this is better than everyone expected i hope it's better than avengers the video game i think it's clearly better than that yeah okay i'm happy to hear that yeah i might yeah. get it okay sweet all right uh guys if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe to the reader copy podcast and if you really want to help the best thing you could do is leave us a review and the best place to do that is on our apple podcast page that gets us to uh the most attention and most listeners who are seeking a show like this. So for sure. definitely please uh, leave a review for the Reader Copy Podcast. Find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Uh, let us know what you thought about Eternals. Um, no spoilers there though, you know. <laughs> stuff stuff just just drops. So uh, yeah, be careful with that. Yeah. I, I, how do they fall? I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Best MCU movie? Best thing I've seen Jonathan Majors in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll wow. see. Okay. We'll see when he comes out in uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, uh, Quantumania. Yeah. Apparently he's a big character. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. If supposedly. If he's, <laughs> he's, if he's who he is in Loki, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Daniel, do you want to hit him with an outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it, bring